Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. COVID has led more of us to drink more coffee than ever. Think about it. Deprived of your Starbucks experience, maybe, more of us have turned to making coffee at home. Today, meet a Singaporean who is disrupting the coffee industry. Leon Fu wants to make any coffee capsule taste better with a coffee machine designed to let you customize your cuppa. 11 years ago, he was in private equity research. Today, he's an entrepreneur looking at a slice of the $41 billion coffee capsule market. It's influence. Time to meet Leon Fu, founder of PPP Coffee and CEO of Startup Morning. I'm Michelle Martin, and this interview is part of a special series featuring speakers in collaboration with the Peak Magazine's Next Gen Leaders Series. Leon, good morning. Morning, Michelle. How are you? Great. Good to meet you. It was back in 2009, Leon, when you were in equities research and determined to start your own business. Uh, You've gone from one standalone coffee outlet to three, two in Singapore, one in Kuala Lumpur. You've successfully built a coffee machine and a platform to help people discover specialty coffees and and brew their coffees in very different ways. Well, take us back to, to the origin of things. What is your business and how did you get started moving from equities to where you are now? Um, so, so back then, it was, um, I think, 08, 09, it was a financial crisis. So there were a, a lot of push and pull factors. And then one of the things that I was very passionate about was coffee and I wanted to build a business. So coffee kind of fell in my lap and I felt that perhaps uh, the more I researched about it, at the point uh, of looking at the worldwide demand for coffee and the worldwide supply for coffee, there was a big imbalance. Uh, at that point in time, also honey was a, a big demand and the supply of the honeybees were dying, but I, I felt coffee was a bit more sexy. Mm. So I started researching and then the more I researched about it, the more I fell in love with the arts and the science of coffee. And then uh, with a 50K investment, we started the business. And then we started with our first cafe and then slowly, slowly, we went up the value chain and sideways. Mm-hmm. We started supplying machines, equipment, and also um, rolled out a few cafes. And then uh, I think at some point we were really concentrating on the wholesale side and um, the sideways and up, upwards where servicing equipment, retailing them, uh, going online was something that we were very passionate about, uh, sourcing coffee from origin, different coffees, so I think the fundamentals was uh, we were trying to make a difference in the coffee space. Mm-hmm. Then about three years ago, uh, we felt that the home brewing segment has a lot of room for improvement. We, we felt that we could add a lot more value. We can make a difference in how people are consuming coffee at home. So then we um, look at the whole uh, system of how people are consuming coffee and we felt uh, the capsule was one space that we wanted to start with. And then we felt that so many people were putting more and better coffee in capsules because the pattern in, for Nespresso expired in 2010. Mm-hmm. So people were putting like high pointer coffees, uh, barista champion coffees, different processing co- processed coffees. But then there was still only one machine that... Uh, was brewing all these coffees, but you know, if every coffee is different, why brew them the same way? So whether it's dark rolls, light rolls, different varieties. So we set out to build 
uh, what we call a machine to rule them all, right? Ah. Uh, but yeah, but but <laughs> but like it was that. more like yeah, it was more like um, we wanted to put more tech, like a Dyson of coffee machines. Ah, okay. Yeah. So and um, IoT, well, so it'll link to other um, devices in my yes. kitchen. Yes. Yes. Really. So, yeah. So we really wanted to harness the IoT part. Hmm. Um, and then, other than uh, it being brewing it with precision, like temperature control, uh, pressure profile, which we have a pattern on, uh, pre- precision output with a scale and flow meter. But I think what ties it together is actually the IoT portion where it harnesses all the recipes, where all the roasters submit, the world's best roasters. Mm-hmm. And suddenly with a click of a button, you can be brewing what the roasters intended it to be. Uh, yes, it can taste better. Yes, it's significantly different, uh, but it, it's a bit more than just tasting better coffee because you know how IoT can do more things like recommend coffees and recipes based on your drinking habits. Like, oh, if you like the purple Nespresso one, or oh, these are other roasters in the world that have a similar profile. So it's but, sort of going to open up, open you up to the social network of coffee, so to speak. Yes, mm. uh, and. And, and choice and discovery has been something very interesting, right? Like, oh, did you know that there's this roaster in Bath that really puts in great coffee in capsules? There's another roaster in Melbourne that has really good coffee. Uh, so now people are bringing that idiosyncrasies, idiosyncrasies and characteristics of how they roast, how they source into capsules. And then now you can conveniently put them in your machine and brew them. So we also have a platform uh, called dreammorning.com. So we curate the world's best coffee and sell them. Mm. But we realize that so many people are finding it hard to find nicer capsules because traditionally all these small roasters are champions in their countries mm-hmm. and they don't really, uh, shipping will really kill if you try to bring the coffee to Singapore or Southeast Asia. So just like so there's we, a fund supermarket for funds, this is like a coffee um, experiential gallery where people can, you have curated great coffee for people to buy and then use your machine to brew. Is that pretty much it? Yes. Okay, yes, great. I know you had a Kickstarter experience with your coffee machine. What did that Kickstarter experience show you about your business model for your startup morning, which is all about this machine? Um, so we launched Kickstarter last year in October. It got fully funded in two days wow. and uh, two times funded in two weeks. Uh, so what was very encouraging about the, the fact that it got fully funded, uh, some samples were flying around, uh, it was validation that people really wanted a machine like that, that had more control. Uh, they wanted a machine that um, that wasn't just another uh, Nespresso machine where you, you had a chance to play around with parameters to make it taste slightly different mm-hmm. the way you want it. Uh, and then we got calls quite often. Every two weeks since Kickstarter, uh, we get a call from another country or like an email, uh, like say, hey, we would like to distribute your machine. Uh, we've been selling capsules and, and, and this is the answer to uh, uh, our capsules and uh, we would like to distribute your machine. So some orders are flowing in. I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to manage that and it's quite interesting because you hear people from Russia, we just sold 50 machines to Qatar. We have some orders from Hong Kong coming. We're trying to make sure that we get the right distributor for Australia. So I think the validation is there, mm-hmm. but I think managing and growing the business beyond just the machine and the coffee, because obviously we want to do machine two and machine three, and wow. we really want to value add to 
the convenient coffee space. So we're not just stopping at uh, uh, capsules. We, we want to do convenient coffees also. But we only would like to do something if it makes a difference to the industry or to the home coffee space. So um, we, we, Kickstarter has done that for us, but um, I think we're about to... The, the, the shipment of machines are actually en route. I was supposed to get it... Um, next week but i but the shipments delayed when so is it going to be made available for retail here in singapore when do you expect that actually and fat ah and fat all so right super we're soon. Curve. yeah super soon yeah so it's it's very exciting because i was hoping that we could get it to 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 back us before chinese new year and you know during chinese new year they all talk about it exactly yeah that yeah, would be but, great um, Listen, yeah. you started with 50000 you mentioned. Uh, we're Money FM, so we must talk about the money. For those wanting to get started in the coffee business, what do they need to know about costs? So, so a lot of people were asking me, oh, if I want to start a business, mm. the cost of a cafe can vary quite a bit. That information is actually readily available in many places, like how much is machine, how much is rent. Um, and I would say it, it can start as low from 50 to 200 to 450 thousand uh, really depends on where you're opening but my, my advice to people starting is that these costs are super available they're, they're everywhere books written about it mm-hmm. but i think the, the the thing to take note when you want to open a cafe or a business is that you need to predict the revenue for cups of coffee mm. if you're opening a coffee centric one very often when you want to open a business you're super bullish about it yeah. but the truth is in singapore and in some southeast asia countries there are alternative coffees like uh, local coffee, uh, Kopitiam coffee. So you cannot just simply assume your number of cups will be so high. Right. And I and I think with um, people drinking a lot more coffee at home, working from home, that that has shifted quite a bit. So I think uh, the revenue assumption for opening a cafe is more important than the cost, because um, cost now now is is, is quite predictable, but. Revenue is super unpredictable right now. Particularly as we move to this post-COVID world and there's so much uneven recovery, right? We're seeing people flood to malls, but do we know whether people are heading for the coffee experience, do you know, sitting down and still enjoying coffee? Um, from our clients and what we see, mm-hmm. uh, we are seeing more people, uh, the Heartland malls and, and coffee shops in, in the Heartland areas are a lot more crowded. Right. Uh, the CBD areas and offices uh, quite quite badly hit, would say fifty to sixty percent down. I mean, it's slowly coming back up, but uh, you, n- nobody's really going back to office. Maybe one once or twice a week. Yeah, and st- you still have a choice to that. So I think I think the Heartland malls are doing well. If you want to open a cafe, I think the Heartland areas might be a better option. Great entrepreneurial advice there. Uh, before we let you go, Leon, what would you say has been the biggest keys to your business growth? Because you've scaled up tremendously. I was quite fortunate. So I, I think one, one of uh, the first key area was that I was uh, ready to be online earlier than most. Uh, so I, I factored in that, that part that, oh, okay, we have online shops. So when it hit or when, it, when the craze started, uh, we were ready. The second was uh, the demand for better coffee in Singapore uh, was quite key because pallets were getting more sophisticated I think that that really contributed in, in 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 our success, and the last one was we invested in equipment quite a bit, 
and to to make the product stand out and 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 to taste better, like like make, buying a really expensive coffee roaster, sourcing better coffee. So we invested in the product quite a bit, and then uh, I think these were the three factors that helped me stand out and 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 stand the test of time at least for now. But I think that shift has has also shifted to the people that we hired also. Conversation over coffee, my favourite thing to start Friday off with. Thanks, Leon, for being here. Thanks, Michelle. He's Leon Fu, founder of PPP Coffee and CEO of the startup Morning. I'm Michelle Martin, and this interview is part of a special series featuring speakers in collaboration with The Peak Magazine's Next Gen Leader Series. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.